Rain or shine, it's here to make you laugh. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. And now your host, Kyle Ruff. Fart mic, just yeah. mic the chairs. Yeah, Tom, Tom <laughs> Christina P have one. They just like both have microphones <laughs> that are like down here. <laughs> is there like a hole through the chair too? I don't know. I just uh, I know that they have like each one of them has two mics and one's by their butt. So. <laughs> That's amazing. Real innovators in the comedy scene. Those yeah. two. All right. Well, we'll just fucking roll. Welcome to the Steamboat Comedy Podcast, everybody. I'm your host again, Kyle Ruff. I'm joined by for his thrice appearance, I believe, or quaff. I mean, I'm even just looking at the posters. There's yeah, one, two, three. I think I've, this is probably my fifth time up here. Yeah. Right around there. Yeah. I think we've done, I don't think we did a podcast, though, the last time you came up. Oh, no. I mean, the last podcast that I did with you is the one I was tripping on acid. Oh, yeah. I was just rambling. <laughs> I forgot about that. For a while. <laughs> Stringing one coherent thought into 10 non coherent thoughts and then yeah. tying, it, tying it with a bow. But no, just uh, just beers today. So we're looking just good. Just beers today. Yeah. For now. Yeah. And my name is Corey David. For yes. Anybody. Yeah. Yes. We didn't get there. We're <laughs> talking about acid. <laughs> How many times is this stream? I mean, you yes. mentioned Adderall twice on the show last night, and I was like, who has Adderall? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like drugs. <laughs> we have, there's plenty of cocaine. I don't know. I'm sure there's enough. Uh, the pe- dude, the cocaine up in Steamboat has to have been stepped on so many goddamn times. Oh, my times. God. <laughs> Trampled is the word. It's just like Play-Doh at this point. It's not even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just powdered sugar at this point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we are joined for the first time by a special guest, Mr. Shelton Holmes. Say hello, sir. Hello. How's it going? Going well. Good. Glad to have you up. Thank man. you, man. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited yeah. to be here. Shelton's first road gig. Yeah, it is my first road gig. Nice, man. Well, I guess technically it's my second road gig. I went to Salt Lake City, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, well. Well, I don't mind. feel special I resi- anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Resi- I'm, yeah. sorry, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's rescinded. Yeah. yeah, well, I guess this all the magic's gone now. I know. But I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I thought this whole thing was special. I just <laughs> didn't realize <laughs> that we were just another, we're in your bedroom. We're just another road gig. I thought it'd be your first in my bedroom. Well, it is my first in your bedroom, yeah. As well? Yeah. First of many, yep. just when you just when you're here, anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something yeah. about the soundproofing makes it really fun to jerk off in here. In <laughs> 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 the dead of Kyle's room, no one can hear you jerk I off. I can wail like a banshee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I do, and my roommates hate me because it's, it's nice not to come that on the hardwood floors too. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love coming on linoleum. <laughs> Just hear it, <laughs> hear it splat when you hit the ground. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> easy. It's what much easier than carpet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got a whole squeegee system. It's way easier. Oh yeah. Well, this got off topic real quick. Not that we even had a topic, but yep. uh, yeah, I'm really excited to have you guys here. So uh, we're recording before the second of two nights, kicking off the summer stand-up series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last night was a lot of fun. Had a great time. We had uh, we had a lot of competing events, uh, so it was kind of tough getting people in the seats. But it was a decent turnout. Yeah, yeah, know? sure. I mean, there was the concert going. On. It was free concert. Free concert. Uh, and then the Colorado Avalanche were playing in a potentially like 
Stanley Cup winning game. Yeah, I forgot. I ma- I made a note about it in my in my phone, and I forgot to say it last night. I wanted to commend the dudes that were there with women like so much. I'm like, dude, that pussy has to be so good for you to be missing the Avalanche game. <laughs> <Yeah>. right <now." laughs> They're they like, uh huh. Like, they're looking down at their phones. Yeah, because they don't because the women were probably like, yeah, let's go to a comedy show, and the guys were like, ah, they're fuck. Like, <laughs> I've had that happen before, where you just like some guys just like straight up watching his fucking phone in like the first or second row, and yeah. I was like, come on, dude. Like, yeah. seriously, like, I get checking the score every once in a while, but <laughs> right. I can see you, and you're just being so damn disrespectful yeah. right now. So, how about sit in the back mm-hmm. if you're going to do that, at least, you know? Yep. Tune on the commercial breaks, but God, yeah, it's with people in the front row. Uh, was kind of unrelated, but I, the show I did in Texas, it was so hot, and these guys were drinking all day. Guy in the very first seat next to the stage was asleep. Yeah. And I was like, come on, man, you're killing me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that never feels great. Uh, no. When somebody falls asleep at your show. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a movie they didn't want to sit through. Yeah, right? Yeah. But yeah, anything, whenever there's someone like, if that guy was in the back of the room watching the game on his phone, you would never know. But if he's right in front and center, you're like, fuck, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. weird stuff happens like that at shows all the time. Sure. Uh, like conversely, I remember it was one of the shows like right before a lockdown and we were running it in this at the back of this brewery. And, um, we filled it out so there was a lot of people in there and just got really hot Mm -hmm. and i didn't even notice that the 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 heat was like blasting in the room so uh before i had the time to actually go over there and turn it down my friend john davis went on stage and he's a great comic um but while he was on stage somebody just straight up passed out in the back of the room from heat like just from being dehydrated were they standing up and they were standing up whoa that's scary and we like took you know got him some water sat him down he was okay but then of course John was just like, dude, I just killed so hard, somebody fainted. <laughs> <laughs> Knocked him out. Sorry, dude, I'll let you have that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say it was the therm- the thermostat, but I'll give it I'll yeah, give it yeah, I'll give it to you. Yeah. you <laughs> we all saw it. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That'd be concerning if every time you did comedy somebody just passed out. Yeah, you probably should just stop. Yeah. <laughs> You're a yeah. danger to society. Yeah. Yeah, boys. You're just hurting people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's like, please, please don't tell your jokes. Oh, I'm gonna, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna watch out. So hard on the floor. <laughs> uh, but the show turned out great. You know, I've always uh, something I always say uh, is like, you know, it, it it's never about the the size of the audience. It's just about the quality of the audience. Yeah, the so curve. like um, I don't know how many people do you think we wound up with last uh, night? By the end, probably thirty or so. Yeah, and I mean the people that were there were there to have a good time. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I they have, were all on board. I've uh, I I just have the most fun when whoever is in the room is there to have a good time. Yeah. I mean because I, I have. Uh, bombed in front of five people. I've killed in front of five people. I have bombed in front of three hundred people, and I've killed in front of three hundred people. So right. It's like it doesn't matter how many people are there. It's just a matter of whether or not they're there to have fun. Yeah. yeah. And you would take the killing in front of five over the bombing in front of three hundred oh, totally. every time. Yeah. And sure. if it's like a small audience and they're just willing to work with you and they they're not shy and they're willing to roll with the punches a little bit, they can wind up being really fun sets because that's when I try to do a little bit more crowd work because you're just trying to. Sometimes I feel like. If if the show is sold out and it's uh, kind of just feels like a, th- a theater, you know, of yeah. sorts, you know, like people are there to see the show. It feels like a show. If a show's ki- if a room's kind of empty and you're just up there doing bits, it seems less sincere. Yeah, you know, it seems. And but obviously, doing like crowd, anytime you're doing crowd work or dipping into the audience a little, it runs a risk. But right. it usually runs more of a risk depending on how much they want to give you. 
is when you're doing crowd work stuff, like all you're really hoping for is that just for them to say something that just gives you an idea. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That you can, and then you just let your brain kind of go wherever it wants. And hopefully that's fun. Right. Yeah. But there's plenty of times you swing and you miss, but you try, you know, and at Absolutely. least at that point, you're just trying to make this a more intimate and uh, sin- sincere show for the people that are there. Absolutely. Yeah. And with a, a smaller audience, too, it's way easier to be like, hey, like, we're all in this inside joke together. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's what really kind of like brings everybody together and gets them on board. Which I, yeah. That's really hard to do with 300 people is just be like, right, guys, like. It's just the uh, 300 of us, yeah. you know? Well, that's <laughs> the thing, too. If the room's so big, if something's happening up front, the people in the back have no idea what's happening. Right. You know, so that's why one of those rules of thumb with crowd work is that whatever somebody says to you, you repeat always repeat it, it back. For sure. Mm-hmm. So yep. that way people understand. But, I mean, if you're doing, like, a theater, I mean, I can't even... I've never seen an arena comedy show. That sounds fucking terrible to me as an audience member. Uh, you know, you're just up there doing the bits. You're doing your act, yep. right? Because there really isn't an opportunity for you to make it personal because there's so many people that are so far removed from whatever's happening 15 feet away from you that I just don't think it has that same kind of texture. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely, I agree. Yeah, it's amazing when that can be done, though. I saw, like, Joe Coy's comedy special where he does a, quite a bit of crowd work for the people in the front. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and it's kind of like, I was like, how is he doing this? It's in an arena. It's huge, you know? Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, of course, there's always like, yeah, I'm a liar and a fraud. I, you know, everything I just said was invalid. <laughs> <No>. uh, <laughs> I've only seen it once. Yeah. That's why I was impressed. No, I was I know, like, I'm this is crazy. I haven't seen it. I think Anthony Jeselnik on one of his specials, you know, he did a handful, like more than you would expect um, for some show like that, too. But it's, uh, yeah, it, it's so much harder. It's yeah. just so much yeah. more yeah. difficult, for yeah. sure. I mean, I love uh, uh, Big J Okerson, mm-hmm. um, and he only does crowd work. He just does, he doesn't fucking write bits at all. Wow. And he has several crowd work albums. I saw him actually record one at the Creek in the Cave. I was down there. Uh, and it was hilarious. But he's doing, he just jumped on with Bert's gigantic fucking mega tour that he's doing. What's it called? Uh, uh, yeah, it's escaping my mind. But yeah, there's a lot of really great comics on that. And they're yeah. all doing it. At, they're doing it all outdoor venues. I think they're doing it at like baseball stadiums. Baseball stadiums, stadiums like minor league stadiums. But yeah, I, I didn't think about that until right now. I'm like, well, Big J only does crowd work and he's only doing stadiums on this tour. I was like, how is that going to work? I'm out? sure. He, I mean, he's, he's uh, pro- pro- uh, prolific and proficient enough that I'm sure he's figured it out. I'm sure it's Because he's been touring with like really big acts for a long time. Like he was Dave Attell's opener for like yeah. ever. You know? He opened for corn for a while. I could see that. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that for checks him. Out. That's wild. Have you seen this guy? You're like, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He's, He looks like the manager of a hot topic. Yeah. He does. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was listening to some roast that he was in the other day, and someone was like, yeah, Big J looks like... Uh, what a 13 year old thinks a really cool adult looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. Chain wallet and shit. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. But yeah, anytime you're like crowd work stuff is like, it's so difficult. And I've, uh, I only, I have a handful of bits that I just know work well with crowd work yeah. and I can just ask a couple questions. And I was, uh, I f- was, I, I forget which one of you guys I was talking to about this last night, but a lot of times you'll see crowd work comics, uh, they do the same crowd work on every show. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they ha- they only know they know that you're going to only have uh, maybe five or six potential responses to whatever they say. Right. And they've, and they've done got this so much enough, it. yeah, that they they've done they've done it so many times that they c- they have jokes prepared for basically whatever you're going to say. Right. You know, like Judah Friedlander did um God, he did his special, he did like a crowd work special uh, of whatever, where he's like running for president or running for leader of the world or whatever. And he basically just asks people like, ask me about any political issue and I'll tell you how to solve it. 
you know. So he basically knows there's only so many things that people are gonna ask. Mm. So he's got stuff prepared for each sure. one of them. Yeah, that's like those old uh, those telemarketer things where they have like a script and like, well, if they say this, then you say that, and then if they right. say this, then you say that. Yeah, you know? which is also still very difficult. I mean, it's, sure. I mean, I'm, it's more difficult. You know, you have to have so many jokes prepared for all of these different subject matters, yeah. and you don't know. You know, the luxury of just having of doing a regular set is, you know, the order, you at least know how this is supposed to go kind of thing. Obviously, you can go off on tangents here and there or whatever. Yeah. But you basically know what the bones of the thing are. Mm -hmm. So you might have all these jokes prepared and all these chunks about different topics, but you don't know what order they're coming in. Right. Uh, and you don't know when they're happening or you know, how well one's going to go. And then you got to ask, all right, anybody else have have one for me You mm -hmm. know, kind of thing. Yeah. It's interesting. I like I like doing crowd work like at our open mics and stuff. I try to do at least a little bit every week. And that was so fun about that spelling bee like I was telling you about when you asked mm -hmm. for it. It was basically just two hours of that. Yeah. And I had like some canned responses, but for the most part it was just kinda like someone would walk on stage and I just look at it and be like, What's with your shoes? And then <laughs> we'd be like that's how we'd start almost every contestant. Nice. And that's the most fun for me, but yeah. it is Definitely risky because yeah. it doesn't always. Pay yeah, off. well, it's yeah. like you know, last night I I did a little bit of crowd work stuff and I was picking on that like old guy. The old the guy, front. yeah, he yeah. was the gift they kept giving. Oh yeah, guy. and I mean, at first, you know, when I was talking to somebody else about this the other day, uh, it's funny. It's it, this always seems to happen. Uh, you'll have a good crowd work bit with somebody in the audience, and then every time you call back to it. Unlike a regular callback for one of your regular jokes, it gets less and less of a laugh every time. And I'm not sure why, hmm. but it's like the spontaneity of the moment with it being crowd work and unpredictable was mm -hmm. keep going. We're good. Um, uh, is what made it really funny at first, mm -hmm. and then when you keep calling back to the crowd work thing that you did, it just deteriorates in value. Yeah, like each time, and I'm not sure why. I've just sure. I was just talking to somebody about another comic about that, and uh, we just kind of came to an agreement about the same thing. Really, yeah. I think there's like a there's like a a space buffer. Like the longer you can wait before the callback, the more it gives it like value. You know what I mean? Yeah. A good rule of thumb with callbacks is the joke had to work the first time. So well, yeah. that too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although it would be hilarious if something just failed and then yeah. you kept going back to it. Yeah, it's like, like screw it's, you guys. Like I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you tell the tag on a joke that didn't work, you're like, why did I fucking do that? Like that's the whole reason the tags exist. You only do the tags when it, the joke works. Right. Why did you keep going? But it happens, you know, sometimes you're just like, no, nah, this one will get him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's they failed say 60 that. times before, but yeah. it'll work this 14th time. 14th time's a charm, <laughs> as they say. Yeah. For sure. Well, I, um, I really want to talk to you, Shelton, about what you got going on in Grand Junction. Yeah, cool, man. Because, um, yeah, when, we, when I first got you signed on to the show, uh, recommended from Corey, mm -hmm. which obviously was... A terrible, but uh, yeah, I know, yeah. I know, man. It's the last time. I'm Next really time sorry. Corey I'm says, sorry that I'm feature, in here. I'll say no. Yeah. yeah, I'm never inviting Shelton again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. I know. Can we just? I don't think he can hear us. Yeah, <laughs> let's not invite Shelton again. Well, candidly, before <laughs> so. we dunk on him too much, I just want to say Shelton fucking killed last night. No, you're I, great, man. Thanks, man. Only Absolutely. I'd only seen him perform twice before when I was making that run through Grand Junction in uh -huh. Salt Lake, and I knew you were capable. And and uh, yeah, I, I invited you for a reason. Yeah. yeah. In all seriousness, you did a great job. Thanks. And I'm really excited to hear what you got going on because when we first signed on, you sent me a message and you're basically like, "Hey, I'm trying to do similar to what you did. Yeah. Steamboat is build up a thing in a little town. Yep. So tell me about what's going on, buddy. Yeah. So we've got. I mean, it's Joke Junction, and right now we just have a Facebook page, but we have 
the goal is to try to increase the comedy community in on the Western Slope, you know. So we've got open mics has kind of been the main thing, trying to set those up. And we've got three open mics or shows that are happening monthly right now. And then we just have an, another bar that signed up for a monthly show. And then, like I was talking to you about, we're going to start doing weekly stuff here pretty soon with yeah. some, something else. So, yeah, it's been good. Yeah, but you've been a great kind of uh, example for what we're kind of striving towards. You've crushed it here, man. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's professionally I'm, an example. Personally, maybe not so much. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. Yeah. Do as I yeah. do, not as I am. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, he's really good at one thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're all good at different stuff. Yeah. 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 I drink more yeah. than I have like in the past six months here. So yeah. Per- Again, personally, well, it's I'm been good bad. at two things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm a bad. I've a, I've been a bad influence since I was twelve. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so, yeah You're that guy in the Mormon sh- church. Oh yeah. So I've been making children drink this entire trip. It's this is a. Uh, uh, tough town to not drink at. It is, say that. yeah, horribly depressing here. Yes, you so asked somebody the on the mountain bike ride that we went with earlier. You were like, "So do you have a margarita every time you ride?" <laughs> I think I was like, <laughs> I was like what? "Dude's like, what kind of question is that?" Of course yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I've got that in my fucking backpack, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. He's like, "Do you want one?" Yeah. <laughs> I actually just had a margarita before this podcast. I went to. Go get a go write a little bit and got a taco and a margarita. So. Yeah, nice. Right, there nice. you go. Yeah, but yes, you know, it was salted, buddy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just uh, like what we have here, it kind of started small. Started with working with venues. The open mic thing we, I, when we first started it was like once a month, and then it was every other week, mm-hmm. and then now it's weekly. And then we added some other things. So what um. For where you're starting out, you so you're trying to get the mics going. Uh-huh. Do you have a venue that it's like on board with that? Yeah, we've got three venues. We've got Gemini Beer Co. That's doing our kind of we're doing monthly shows there, and then we've got Monumental Beer Works, which is another monthly show thing. But all of them right now are monthly, and then we've got uh, Charlie Dwellington's, which is also a monthly event. Yeah, so it'd be great. I'd love to get at least once a week where we've got an open mic type thing happening. Yeah, or something. That's really what we need. Everybody, you know, we've got like eight or nine people that are doing it consistently and we all just need stage time well that's you know? good so. see that's that's the hardest part is having people with you to do it consistently yeah because i mean i had we started out i was one of like one of the original six like hockey terms as we say and of that original six it's pretty much just me yeah and one other guy who comes occasionally which would be spencer it's hard with big groups like that and inevitably everybody always has like a ton of enthusiasm right out of the gate and yeah to keep it sustainable most people don't want to do it yeah yeah and especially like in a small town you eat shit a couple times and you're like why am i doing this mm-hmm. you're like i could just not do this and That's like you have that pressure of like when you're getting ready to go and you're like i need to come up with new material a lot of I, a lot of people were just kind of like oh, like i've got other problems not doing it. Yeah. And yeah. we kind of, I got lucky with um, uh, Drew and Matt, especially, and Kalen. It's kind of like that, that's the four of us is like the the tight group where they're all, Matt's fucking hilarious and has a ton of potential and Drew just loves it. He doesn't have a day job anyways and so he loves telling his kids these things. you set it up where you were like, Matt's really funny and Drew just works hard. Drew, <laughs> he works really hard. Drew, no, Drew doesn't work. tries really, really hard. Yeah. Drew's just, always there. Drew's yeah. just up there having fun. <laughs> no, but he's, he's dedicated and he loves doing it. Yeah. And so you kind of like, after a while, you, fight, you weed through the people who actually love it because they do it and then the people who are like, I got some laughs one time, and I'm so fucking good. Like, uh-huh. uh, not to name any names, but Kendra uh, used to constantly brag. She's like, I never bomb. I've never bombed before. And she like thought she was God's gift to comedy up here in Steamboat. And then she'd fucking 
Bah. Well, if you ain't <laughs> bombing, you ain't trying, dude. It's just a matter sure. of whether or exactly. not. Exactly. Yeah. If, if it's just a matter of whether or not like that actually affects you. Yeah. yeah. Well, we just had a few, and in a small town, this will happen when people bring their friends out, is people start to get a little ego to them. For sure. Because they're not used to getting chopped down in the, the harsh Denver scene. Yep. And places like that. That's a Kendra move, too, coming out so strong and confident, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a big Kendra move. <laughs> yeah, big Kendra move. Big time Kendra move. I just saw her today. Shout out to Kendra, friend of the show. Yeah. Uh, Formerly <laughs> good, friend of good, the show. <laughs> yes. Yeah, good friend. Uh, <laughs> good friend. No, she's, she could take it. The... Uh, yeah, so are you still do? Do they still do any of those shows at fr- in Fruta as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Cavalcade. Yeah, I forgot to mention Cavalcade, but first Friday Cavalcade. Yeah. Yeah. So when we, cool. so that that little run was actually like my first like headlining run that I ever did. Sick. But there it is. Yeah, there it is. And but was that your butt mic or your mouth? Mic? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <no. laughs> I'll get a fart in here. That's right, cool. point. But that was like the first one that I had done, and so I was really stoked about it. Very excited, and then uh, the. <laughs> the the gig in Fruta on the way back it was a Sunday I mm-hmm. think probably how many people ten twelve not very many yeah. something like that yeah right and yeah. I, it, it turned out to be like a really fun show like yeah. it, was, it was great but nice. then one of my favorite things to do uh, is call my dad on like Mondays or whatever and he'll be like well how'd it go and I'm just like I'm still not a draw and so <laughs> <laughs> like, well <laughs> it's like it was fun but I still can't pack out a room yeah but, hey, you get there buddy yeah sure. no, no 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 absolutely and twelve yeah. is pretty close to packed to yeah. Be honest. I know. Yeah. It's it was a, no, small it was venue. like it was yeah. a fun, it was a fun learning experience too. I mean, that was like it was really important for me to get out of town. I've you know I've made it a huge point to for me to get out of town more, yep. hit the road more, absolutely, and especially being able to take those opportunities where I can headline on the road, and that's just part of it. You know, you just like sometimes you're gonna get sold out shows, sometimes you're just gonna get you know ten people there or whatever. Yep. Uh, that's just all part of like you know doing this job and hopefully building a brand and getting an audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. God damn, this fucking GoPro keeps cutting out. No, that's okay. But the, uh, yeah, that was a good test for me too. Cause it's always really nice to figure out like what actually works mm-hmm. other places. Yeah. You know? Oh that's, yeah. That's the biggest, uh, the hardest thing I think for people that, you know, you're doing comedy in a, in a big city is that, you know, you're in this little bubble and I'm sure that happens to you guys here. It happens everywhere. If you don't go anywhere, you don't really ever know if this stuff works. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like, even little real. things. I remember the, one of the first gigs I did at town, I did a gig in Philly opening for my buddy Robbie Bernstein. And I just had like a like a, a quick like tag and a joke about BYU. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, the joke was is that Steamboat is whiter than the BYU marching band. Uh-huh. Which, if you know BYU out here, it's a bunch of Mormons. It's the whitest thing in the world. Yeah, and explaining I, the joke makes it better. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm explaining. <laughs> I'm explaining for the audience, yeah. fucker. But the point is, but I I, I go to do this jo- the show in Philly, and uh, I say that I'm like the BYU, and someone in this it gets kind of like a chuckle, and someone like I can hear that maybe like three rows back goes, "What's BYU?" You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, "Oh yeah." Yeah, well, don't know here. Yeah, well, why know. would you care in Philadelphia? What yep. the fuck BYU is? I don't know. That person sounds like they live under a rock. Like, who doesn't know what Brigham Young University is? Yeah, for sure. I mean, East Coasters don't give a fuck. I know, but it's the only like Mormon school in the entire country, and it's a big school. I mean, they, they have right. successful like basketball and football teams. It's not like they're, I mean, they're on the map. But if you're not into sports. I guess I'm giving you an out. I'm saying that person's an idiot. Like that's. <laughs> I mean, 
I, I'm just I'm saying that's the explanation. It makes sense to me. The more I thought about, it, I was like, yeah, of course you have no reason to know what. Yeah, I suppose that'd be like having hot air balloon jokes, and somebody says, "What's a balloon?" Like yeah. I can't explain this to yeah. you. Yeah. Like I'm not. I don't yeah. want to take the time. Where do we start? <laughs> yeah. Nope. But yeah, it's uh, I love. I always love any opportunity I can to do a show outside of here, just because it's nice to to. Because then you have a clean slate too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not too worried about it here. Because we do get like a, a good amount of tourism traffic tonight. Like tonight, tonight will be mostly tourists. I try to advertise the locals. I offer them half off tickets and shit, and they're oh, just nice. like, eh, "We know you." They're, they're just yeah. fucking crusty buttholes. Yeah. I had somebody but, uh, that I've like met before, and she's even crashed at my place before when she was in Denver, and. Uh, I was like, I, we ran into her because she works over at Backdoor, and she, I was like, yeah, we got the show tonight at 8, and she's like, oh, I've got, I think I'm going to go to an EDM show tonight. I'm like, you go to EDM shows every goddamn weekend. Right. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on, I'm man. Special. Give your serotonin levels a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chill on the MDMA. Yeah, save some money on Molly tonight. Come to the show. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, you can even take the Molly and come to the yeah, show, right? but do yeah. something different. And give something to me. I guess. <laughs> that was like last night, the fucking free con some reggae band and I'm just like you guys how many weekends in a row do you need to see a shitty white guy reggae band because that's this this whole town is either bluegrass shitty reggae or like a jam band here and there yeah. not enough apparently <laughs> not f- yeah it's never enough yeah, yeah. Need Everyone's got to feel like they're cultural here. It's their white guilt. <laughs> through. I need more Robert Marley in my life. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hello, guy. Oh, Robert. He's actually on this table right here. Yeah. About my <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's nice getting on the road when you can. I actually got some road gigs next week, and I'm super excited for. But we always. We have good crowds here. That's what I'm super grateful for. I don't know what's the uh, is Grand Junction. A big tourist town? Uh, what, do you, what do you feel huge. like for that? There are some people that come through, but I think most of the time when we do shows, it's locals. Yeah. Almost always locals, yeah. I think it's a big Make America Great Again town. It is a big MAGA town. Oh, yeah. oh it's a big MAGA <laughs> They'd town. They'd love me then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Good. Just, Sign me up. I'll get yeah. down there tomorrow. Just kidding. I could piss off anybody with the best of them. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's interesting. So do you think there's going to be any challenges with that? Or what? what's your plans for kind of marketing to the locals there? Yeah, it's difficult. I don't know. I've. I mean, re- it's tough setting up uh, a place there. And like you're saying, I mean, telling the same like working on your set and telling the same type jokes, you can change it up so much, but then you also want for shows to be good and for you to do solid material. And yeah, it's been a difficult thing to kind of navigate some, but yeah, I I don't know how we're going to, how we're going to do it exactly. But things have worked out and things have built so far. We've got a decent little, like there's enough of a population there for, for us to bring in a crowd every time and, and well, a good. different crowd. Yeah. So nice. yeah. it's been okay so far, but I'm just hoping we don't saturate it trying to figure how it is, out. But. How is Grand Junction size-wise compared to like Steamboat? I think it's, we've got 140,000 oh, really? in the yeah, entire it's valley. I'd say it's yeah. much bigger than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, between Fruita Palisade, all d- which are like, you know, 10 minutes away from each other. I got so, you. Yeah. yeah. Little burbs. But, I mean, yeah. the biggest hurdle that you guys have being in smaller towns is just reps. You know, it's, yeah. ju- it's just being able to not even get reps just to feel comfortable on stage. But I mean, I know we've talked about this, you know, comedy is mostly just throwing shit against the wall and seeing what sticks. Right. Mm-hmm. More than right. people more than people realize. And the more opportunities you have to throw, the quicker you can figure out whether something has any legs or not. Yeah. I mean, when I was back Absolutely. in upstate New York, we had maybe two good mics a week and then you had other mics you could go to, but they weren't quality mics. Yeah. So you'd find a joke that got a good laugh 
at one of the good mics or whatever. You're like, okay, let's work on this one. And then it took you like two weeks to figure out like, no, this isn't even really that good. It just yeah. was good that night. Yeah. Right, yeah. And I've yeah. tried working this from every angle that I can think of. Uh, but ever since I've tried it that first time, I'm just, it, it didn't get, it's not hitting. I tried telling people that here too, because they'll do a joke one time and I'm like, fucking give it another shot. Like, well, yeah. that one sucked. And it's like, yeah, we'll fucking try it again. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah especially it. if it's people coming in, new people to the scene every time. Yeah. Tourists. And we do, especially ideal. like in the mid season, we've had uh, like people come through and comment like, we have amazing open mics here. Yeah. Because it's the only thing on a Tuesday to do. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, like even like the tourists and stuff like that, like we'll pack out, we'll have 50 people on our open mic. Nice. With like four comics. And that's kind of where our trade off is too. I remember talking about this with Sean the first time he was on the podcast that like the trade off is we don't get a lot of reps, but we can do 20 minutes at open mic. For sure. Yeah. And yep. things like that. And Cause there's, there's only a handful of us. So you don't get, you don't get as many reps to do the same joke, but you can work on more stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Each time. That's yeah, definitely how it is. The whole thing because most of the time, you know, especially in cities or whatever, the, your mics are, you get four to five minutes, right? So you're getting that in one set where I would have to go do four sets in order to kind yep. of exactly. set up. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So yep. it's, I mean, there's a give and take. There's pros and cons. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Grand Junction, that's the, the monumental show we've made kind of like a, a showcase for the local comedians. So you get to do longer sets. You're cool. doing 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. Nice. So it's really, it's really nice. You can polish some stuff off. Yeah, because I'm always here. That's polishing off is what I do in this room most of the time, <laughs> yeah, buddy. For sure, yeah, me too. That's why it's hey. soundproof. Yeah. <laughs> yes, well, yeah. yeah, and no one will hear us. <laughs> it's all back. See, like, I, yeah, <laughs> see how much time we gave it, and now it's extra funny. Yeah. <laughs> callback to a callback, callback. Um, so yeah, that's. I'm really excited for what you got going on, man. Yeah, I'm me too. To check it out. Yeah, yeah. If we got to get some eyes on it. I don't know, Corey, what do you got going on these days? What's new in the Corey hood? Well, I mean, it's like I mentioned before, I've been, the whole focus this year has been to be on the road a little bit more. So, I mean, even in just this year, I've done Oregon, Alaska, Nebraska, Minnesota. How was that Alaska? It was fucking, it was it was awesome. Sick. It was everything about it was really well done. And Sheldon and I were talking about this mm -hmm. on the way over here cuz you know, he's talked he w had expressed a uh, wanting to potentially do like a, a festival of some sorts in Grand Junction. Sure. And we're just kind of running through the list of like what makes a really good festival. And that one just checks all the boxes. And it, it helped that, you know, it's in this beautiful place. It's a place I've always wanted to go. And the fact that they covered the hotel rooms, I'm like, okay, I can submit, you know, $25 submission for a potentially like half price trip to Alaska. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Right. Yeah. And then when you get there, very well organized. All the shows are packed. Like the lineups, the lineup was like very, very good. They had some really great headliners on, Sick. and uh, they had set up some fun stuff for us to do outside of the festival. So we went, took like a bus tour to a nature preserve. Uh, we did like a boat tour in like out to the ocean, like in the, out of out of a town called Seward. That was just like it was just gorgeous. Yeah. Right? So the you got to experience Alaska in addition to having really fun, awesome shows to do. That's sick. Yeah, I was. I, I think I was in. Anchorage like the week before mm -hmm. you were up there or something like that. Oh man, went yeah. up for a wedding. We went up to Telkeet and it was unbelievable. Yeah, I'm looking forward to going back. I mean, that's the thing too is that they uh, 
they do the fest, but then they have regular shows up there um, every month, and you can actually string together um, something between like Anchorage and then like three or four small towns in Alaska. So you can actually set up like you know maybe a half a week's worth of gigs up there. That ain't bad. Um, I mean, so the tickets cool, yeah. up there aren't as bad as I thought they would be. I think you know when I paid like probably around like three hundred and fifty dollars at the time for mm-hmm. a round trip ticket, which mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, for for that, like uh, that's no big deal. Yeah, you know, just to, just to go up to Alaska and do there's that. a lot of cheap Airbnbs up there too if you need it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They put us up in an Airbnb. It was great. Got to hang out with some really awesome comics. And I was telling Sheldon before, it was, it's like one of the one of the best things about a festival is the you get to just hang out with all these people that are essentially in what I like to refer to as like our tribe. You know, it's like thirty different people that are all just like silly, goofy, cynical. Uh, uh, sarcastic people and we just get to bounce and riff off of each other like all weekend and get a, a great hanging and it comes sure. and you get people in from all different walks of life and from different cultures and um, cities uh, the country like whatever right and we were going to this nature preserve and uh, we're, we're all just riffing and raffing on the bus having a good time and we pull up and most of these people, like a lot of the people on the bus are like from like New York or LA. They've never even been to the mountains ever, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the people that were from the cities, when we pulled up, the th- like three moose that they had on site, almost like on cue, like they get hired to do this, all just started prancing out from their barn, like quickly, like they were Beyonce's background dancers. They're just like high stepping, <laughs> like, like in synchronized. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all the people that like have never seen any wildlife before in their entire life lost their goddamn minds. <laughs> <laughs> and it was one of the funnest things to see. You know what I mean? Because I've seen a moose before or whatever. I don't see them all the time or whatever. Yeah. But like it was also, it was just really cool to see somebody get so much joy out of just being in nature nature and seeing an animal that yeah. they had never like seen before yeah that's it cool. was just like pure unapologetic happiness <laughs> oh my god that's a giant deer <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun to see that's awesome yeah yeah that's that's even cooler if you can do like a, a unique fest in a unique situation too you yeah. know like that's, yeah. I, that's all i i mean there's certain festivals in the country uh that are good for your career and they but they don't happen to be in really cool locations like right. Stone, for examples, in like Bloomington, Indiana. But cool. when I submit for when I like to submit for festivals, it's really geared around like where do I want to go? Like where where are places I would like to hang out? You know, and yeah. uh, and I kind of you know treat it like a little bit of a vacation at the same time. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, that's the only way I can get anyone to come up here. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's why I love coming up here. I was yeah. gonna say we get to snowboard all day. We went for an awesome mountain bike ride yeah. today, and we, yeah. now we get to go to do shows at night. Like that's my perfect day. I'm yeah. trying to figure it's out. Like epic. I run a show in Carbondale, uh, which is uh you know. If for anybody that's not familiar, it's like a little outside of Aspen. And I selfishly run that. Like, yeah, I make pretty good money on the show, but I selfishly run that show so that I can drive up, snowboard or mountain bike on the way during the day, stay the night because they put me up, and then uh, do the same thing on the way back. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's just a perfect day for me. Yeah, that's the way to do it, man. When it you're doing shows in Alaska, do you find like, are the rural crowds pretty responsive and like hungry for? comedy yeah they were good good they were good crowds i will say almost everybody in alaska seems like they're on the spectrum Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happy to want to like, live up. Everybody's there. a little slower. Like yeah. it's not that they were um, like uh, bad people to talk to or anything yeah. like that, but you could just tell 
the response time a was a little slow. Yeah, yeah. The speech was a little slow. It's like, I don't know if it's the lack of sun or too much sun or anything like <laughs> yeah. that. Probably the lack of human interaction, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. mean, you're fucking, it's, it's, it was crazy. You don't realize that you, how far out there it is, you know, because you obviously see it on a map, but when you're actually there, and you also don't realize, like, again, you see it on a map, but you don't really understand it, like how close you are to Russia. Yep. Like I've never been, <laughs> yeah. I have never been anywhere that has like Russian themed restaurants, Russian food trucks, like yeah. Russian decor yeah. on the wow. walls. Yeah, they used to fucking walk across. There was man. a whole yeah, place sure, that yeah. they, that's how we got here. The, the place break. that they do, yeah. the place that they do most of the shows was this place called Chilcoot Charlie's, and it's huge. It's like this labyrinth. Oh, Chilcoot Charlie's. Yeah, it's like it's like this labyrinth of a bar. They have like five different bars within this one building. Interesting. And they have an entire hall that's de- like. Uh, completely dedicated to old like Russian war memorabilia. Oh wow! And they have yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, it was insane. Shit. Not like, the time. Yeah, just like, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, could be new <laughs> Russian war memorabilia. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I feel war like Alaska would canceled. probably turn on us if we were if they would probably side with Russia. If anything, they'd be like, we're <laughs> literally <laughs> closer. <laughs> yeah, like they're, they're right there. Yeah, yeah. like we, you're from Nebraska. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like you we're not your people. Gorbachev and I have been friends for years. War bears to Russia. Yeah, so that was mm. that was really cool, and then uh, Minneapolis was really fun, and uh, you know, obviously coming up here doing the Vale Comedy Festival. I'm in Texas in July. I'm doing Georgia, North Carolina in the fall. So all Texas just, is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really. I'm, it's my first time in Houston, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, but then uh, locally, you know, I just got passed at Comedy Works, which was a really big deal for uh, me. Yeah, congrats, buddy. And uh, yeah, it really just uh, you know, it just it's all these things coming together, and the Comedy Works thing. Um, I had kind of been planning my life around it not happening because not that I doubted that I would get past there. It's just that I'm not going to let any one place dictate what I want to do. Sure. So I knew like the next evolution for me was, okay, I have the time to do B room headlining spots, you know, 30, 40 minutes or whatever. And I do those in Denver. So now let's go do them in other places. Like I don't want I can't just stay in Denver. Sure. There's only so many headlining spots available. Right. Right. And if yeah. I want to figure out if this thing works and also start building an audience in other places, whether I'm past at comedy works or not, like I gotta go. Like I gotta go do that. Absolutely. So can you uh uh quickly, if you can, not to get too in depth. Uh, what time is it, by the way? It's about 58. So we do have to go do another show mm-hmm. at some point. But when you say, for the, the layman listening, uh, when you say you're past at Comedy Works, and you don't, for a lot of people who are listening might not know, uh, Comedy Works is what, probably our top five club in the country? I would say so. Yeah, fantastic. Sure. Well known, very well respected. And you're a regular there, and you just, you kind of work your way through the tiers when you go there a lot, and you just got past. What exactly does that mean for you? Uh, well, so what that really kind of means is before you're passed, which is, uh, there's a bunch of different words for you. You're on the list, promoted, whatever. Um, Essentially what that means is, (laughs) (laughs) essentially what that means is you get to work there on the weekends now. And, um, the way that it was before, well, the way that it just is, but where I was before, you really only get to do one night a week there. Well, not even a week. So you, they have this thing called New Talent Night that's on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. and you have to call in um, and or sign up online, and you get up every four to six weeks probably, and that's really the only time that locals get to perform there. Um, so they can start moving through the system. So the way that they kind of do theirs is like um, it's like a CBA pro. 
and you have to move up levels in order to eventually get past. So if you're in the A or the pro list, um, then you get to start working on weekends. So the reason that's important is because like it's an, it's one of the best clubs in the country. The best comics in the world work there, sure. and it's a it's a good it's a boost for your credits. You know, like that means something across the country. You know, I can use that as a credit for like when I submit to festivals, oh, when I'm going to a new place, and I like, hey, I've done this, this, and this, and I'm on the list of comedy works. Um, so in the grand scheme of things, like I've worked at plenty of clubs, you know, but it's really, really hard to get past there. There's probably 30 people on the list. It's pretty cutthroat, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's like 300 comics in Denver, and that list of 30 also includes a handful of people that are like out of town, but they were from Denver, so when they come to town, they can work there. Uh, so yeah, it's just a good opportunity, and just another thing to be able to kind of do to like keep moving forward. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's a big deal, man. Congrats. Thanks. Yeah. I don't think it's a big deal at all. I think you suck and you don't deserve it. Pretty low. Uh, it's nothing like <laughs> steamboat <laughs> comedy, it's, baby. It's, it's no schmickities. Just <laughs> <laughs> tell you what the bar is. I got passed here immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we met one time. I was like, "You do comedy? Sight unseen. Let's go. You want yeah. a headline? Yeah. headline yeah. <laughs> Literally no bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, if you're a warm body and you're here, then like, congrats, you're a pro in steamboat. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. No, I am really stoked for you, buddy. Uh, and I'm glad it's it's all paying off. It's coming together for you. You put in the work, so you deserve it. Thanks. Um, and Shelton, someday. Someday. Someday, buddy. I'll get there, yeah. You got that boyish charm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that smile and a wink. That ventriloquist smile. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very creepy. <laughs> yeah. way. I kind of yeah. hate it, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you'd stop. I wish you yeah. could stop. Yeah. Could, if you could just face the wall, that'd be great. It's just the hot uh, boys tour. <laughs> <laughs> Damn straight. All right. Well, um, you guys have anything else to add? Get a boner. <laughs> exactly. <yes. laughs> Ladies or gentlemen. Or yeah. it was, there was a, uh, a big pride uh, thing on the lawn of city council Big today. Pride thing. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> Celebration parade. It wasn't a parade though. It was. It was like a bunch of booths. Yeah. I don't know. I guess event. A pride event. What do people? Is the is the group that opposes pride just called disappointed? Yeah. <laughs> it's just called shame. Yeah, shame. <laughs> shame and loathing. They were across the street. They're like, we don't like you. But no, they seemed like they were having a good time. But hey, you know, gentlemen. If you were at the Pride thing, uh, yeah, come on out. Some, yeah, some hot young boys you here. Yeah, once come out again. Hey, for sure. Yeah, hey. we can polish you off. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Hey, now that's a callback. There you go. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, that's a good place to end. It. And also, this won't come out until tomorrow, so the Pride people it'll be too late. So I'm. There's all kinds of gays here. We'll be back again. We'll be back again, mm -hmm. and gay as ever. So, thanks everyone for listening. Um, if you saw us tonight, then congrats to you for having a great time. But stay tuned to SteamboatComedy.com. We got some more shows coming up two weeks from today. And yesterday is Mr. Sean Patton and Caitlin Cook are coming back. Oh, that's fun. Very yeah, excited. Awesome. And then three weeks after that, we got Sam Talent. I'll be in Seattle and fucking somewhere in Idaho next weekend. Not even sure what the hell I'm doing, but it's going to be fun. Uh, and yeah, you guys, you guys got anything else to plug for some of our listeners? Uh, no, just uh, fake Corey David with a K on Instagram. You can check out my website too. I have all my show dates posted on there. And uh, it's fake Corey David on Instagram and TikTok. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm Shelton Holmes on Instagram and Joke Junction on Facebook. 
That's it. Tick. Real yeah. quick, how's how's TikTok going for you? I just don't post enough. Like okay. I'll have some things that get a couple thousand views. I had one video that hit like half a million, and then nothing else has ever really yeah. come to fruition. Like it, after it that. seems almost random. I was, I was talking with Sta- Mike Stanley about that, and he's like, "Yeah, like they're blocking all my shit and like uh, I don't know censoring it on Instagram and Facebook." And he's like, "I'll do the same video on TikTok," and he's like. Poof. Yeah, I just uh, I know that this it seems like the key to success there is just consistency, just and you have going. to post all the time. And I just I just don't. I know it's something I got to get better at, but I just yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate social media, but yeah. I know you got to do it. Yeah, and it's important. Why I hate myself. Yeah, I'm getting over the fact. I'm getting over just being like, oh, it's stupid. It's like no, it's not. Like I have friends that like are very successful, like on yeah. TikTok and do well, very well for it's, themselves. Yeah. It's not that I hate the idea. I just hate doing it. Like it's work. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing is I just never want to do it. Yeah. That's really it. And yeah. I'm so stiff. I'm so bad at the dances. It's just you know, it's not good. You hear that, boys? He's so stiff. Come see him tonight. (laughs) Terrible Terrible dancer. Show him some moves. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's wrap it up there. Thank you guys so much for being here. Love you guys both. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. I'm pointing at the camera that turned off 10 minutes ago. All right. (laughs) See ya. Rain or shine, it's here to make you laugh. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. It's the Steamboat Comedy. Ah!